<sighs> Hello, Nick. <laughs> hey, DeMarco. I'm Nick. I'm DeMarco. We already did that part, but... Welcome to Building Blue Zones Podcast. This is going to be episode one, mental health in the midst of a pandemic. Extremely, extremely relevant right now, I think. Right? Don't you? Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, so we want to just bring to light some issues that are stemming from this current situation. I think this current situation is, I just want to say that it's all these feelings that people are coming into a counter that they haven't, you know, felt before is super real. Like, all of these things that we're feeling, they're super natural. I mean, people are getting sick, they're sheltering in place, they're getting disconnected with friends and family. Um... You know, people, loved ones are dying, possibly. Like, all these things are super real. So we don't want to deflect that. We don't want to say that that's not a reality. And, oh, you shouldn't feel that way just because you should just be mentally healthy. I mean, it's natural to feel this way. So just want to say that, get that out of the way. Um, But we believe that being aware of the causes of your mental decline or your mental stresses is the first step to being happier and healthier and living a better life. Yeah, and absolutely. That kind well, of applies to everything, right? Oh, it does. Uh, so let's take a simple example of me being a jerk or not jerk at work, okay? So let's say that I am a jerk at work. I have zero self-awareness and no one uh, is going to basically speak up against me. I'll never know. I'll never act different. But if I just have the social awareness, the self-awareness, the emotional intelligence to realize that I just said something and it upset that person, maybe it's me, not them, being able to internalize that gets you one step closer to the solution. If I never realize I'm a jerk, the odds of me miraculously changing and becoming a good person are slim to none. Right? Yeah, it's true. And, uh, well, if people aren't aware of these things, yeah. we're going to lay them out so they're pretty clear. Mm-hmm. I think these are pretty clear, but we're going to lay them out anyway. Mm-hmm. Then after we lay those problems out, we're going to come up with some solutions to make it an easy path to try to fight and combat these these tough times. Um, yeah, and, absolutely. Uh, they're going to be you know, kind of the holistic approach. We're going to approach it from, from all angles and try to, try to get people's, you know, mental health back back in order yeah so just want to say that you know what you're feeling is okay um it's normal to have fear it's normal to be confused about this current situation sad and depressed in this season um but let's get into these uh these issues so pandemics are not good for your mental health here's some reasons why sheltering in place and quarantine could lead to even more isolation mm-hmm. than a society where we're already been, we've been social distancing slowly since the dawn of technology and social media. I think personally, like people are definitely more disconnected than they ever have been, even though they can be more disconnect or can be more connected than they've ever been. But right. it's just so easy to kind of get on social media and detach from whatever's going on and not being involved. Um, so it just lead, it's kind of already leading even without quarantine kind of to that detachment from society. So obviously even more so when people are 
forcefully being kept inside or, you know, trying to avoid contact. Um, and they have that mask barrier that hides smiles and stuff like that, which we don't like. Uh, according to a meta-analysis, in part by uh, Dr. Lundstad, a professor at uh, Brigham Young University, um, lack of social connect and connection heightens health risks as much as smoking 15 cigarettes a day or having severe alcohol addiction. That's crazy. Super crazy. 15 cigarettes a day, dude. Yeah. And this is just not... This is comparing to something that you're just not doing. Like, we obviously know that, and it's very apparent, like, when you're smoking, you know what you're doing. You're actively doing that. And it's pretty well known that smoking's bad for you. If yeah. you have it, if you don't know that, you're sorry to be the bearer of bad news, but yeah, it's real bad. Yeah. So it's it's interesting to see that something can be just as bad that you're actively not doing. And, like, people don't really realize, like, man, I'm disconnected and that's super yeah. bad for me. Yeah. So, um, she also found that, or it like is just as bad as being, or twice as bad as being morbidly obese, which we know is probably the leading, is the leading cause of death in the United States. Yeah. Um, cardiovascular yeah. disease for sure. Yeah. Leads for to cardiovascular sure. disease. Yeah. Um, so, but by the way, one fourth of society population lives alone, lives by themselves and you know that's overall that's the right? United States right that's the United States so so in in urban areas it's even higher it's even higher it's way higher way higher yeah because you think of um, you think of areas that are you know in urban or not urban in rural areas they're they're usually families and you know they're kind of so Urban areas are much more separated, and that's crazy because you're also close. Just like right. society, it's, right? It's way more populated. You're also dense. Area, yeah, but, but a lot of people are living alone. Living alone in apartments. Depression rates are a lot higher, right? Usually, and you don't areas. have that green, that you don't natural have that, environment. You don't have the nature to yeah. help boost you up, right? Right. So Which is super important too. But the actual effects of isolation can be depression. Um, Poor sleep quality, which is obviously really bad. We'll get into that later. Cognitive decline and impaired immune system. An impaired immune system. I'm going to say that one more time. Impaired immune system. During during pandemic. During COVID, where they're saying the yeah. best thing you could do right now is stay, is stay inside. away from everybody. <laughs> yeah. Which I'm not saying that like, you shouldn't. Like social distance, I think it's social super important. Fine, yeah. There's other ways to be wear connected to people. You can do Zoom. You can, you know, wear a mask. I guess uh, if you think that'll help. Um, but yeah. <laughs> you should wear a mask in places that's dense. But wearing it inside yeah. your car when you're alone, or yeah. you're running, wearing outside, it, <laughs> wearing it in the car alone. We I'm, laugh every. I'm, actually, I'm we sorry. get angry every yeah. time we I'm see someone. Bear that's bad news, but it. that's not keeping you from getting COVID nineteen. It's by probably a mask making it worse, and just you're trapped in a car by yourself. Yeah, just circulating you're your own your own CO two. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So. Yeah, we digress. Yeah. Um, okay. You want to get into that TED Talk we watched? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, some really good concrete information 
on this topic is going to be from a TED Talk by Johan Hari. Uh, it's titled, This Could Be Why You're Depressed or Anxious. And so a couple of main takeaways. Uh, number one, the leading causes of anxiety and depression he found were isolation, being alone, and about that people not having a sense of purpose or firm mm. beliefs, firm values in life, so junk values. Right. That, that's what he called them. Uh, next, he also talked about how most people on medication for depression don't actually have chemical imbalances and are suffering from depression due to a logical reason uh, that can be worked out over time. Right. You know, maybe you got broken up with. Maybe you're isolated. Yeah. Maybe you just uh, maybe lost you just a job. Don't have a purpose. Maybe you, you just know? don't have a purpose. You can't. You know, you don't wake up and get excited about something. Yep. So um, many different things. But we're not saying that there aren't people that do have those chemical imbalances. Absolutely. There That's definitely a real are. Thing. And you know, medication does work. Treating that with yeah. medication is yeah. the best thing for them. Yeah. But most cases, large though, percentages, we would say uh, yeah. you don't necessarily need medication. Right. Uh, pharmaceutical medication right. to actually exactly. to actually help you and help boost the depression, mm -hmm. rid it completely. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, okay. I'm, so, I'm picking so, up what you putting down. <laughs> so basically, being stuck in quarantine not only leads to isolation of a human, but also potentially leads to a loss of self-worth for those that were furloughed or laid mm. off. Yeah. So many different things. Yeah, super relevant. You know, I know, I know for me personally, uh, when we were working from home, I had, the, I had the luxury of being able to work from home. Like, I am very fortunate about that. Right. And so while we were working for home, from home, my gym was closed. Mm -hmm. And I was so used to a routine of going to work, going to the gym, coming home, that even though I knew I could work out outside, I didn't want to. Right. I was kind of stubborn, and I just wanted to go to my gym. And I got depressed yeah. for a couple straight weeks. Yeah. You know, uh, my my leaders would even know that because I put that in my weekly report that like I was getting depressed because I didn't have my gym. Right. And one of them actually let me work out at his home gym. Oh yeah. Socially sweet. distanced, of course. But you know, just those little things like you get set in your ways and you don't want to change. Right. And sometimes the best thing to do is just adapt, suck it up, and change. Well, what it too is like when you're un when you're kind of unaware, and you said you were aware, but you're. Even when you are aware, it's still easy to kind of get on that track and get on that momentum and just kind of let it diverge because these things are hard to do. Like being healthy, it's not the the alternative is easier, which is being unhealthy because it takes effort to to go work out to eat the right things. Like we naturally want to be like, yeah, mm, let me absolutely. have this cookie. Let me just sit on the couch and watch nineteen episodes of Breaking Bad, anything on Netflix, Subway. right? I don't know. So yeah. Anyway, yep. So let's get back to business. Yeah, let's get back to business. <laughs> so the remedies for all this, the whole reason why we're doing this podcast to give you guys some remedies and to test them out ourselves, obviously, and to try them ourselves mm -hmm. and to do them ourselves, live right. in this. Uh, number one would be stretch daily, meditating and praying at least once a day. Time will vary for this, obviously. Whatever yeah. you're comfortable with, start small, start ten minutes. Anyone has ten minutes to give. Uh, a great thing to do. Combining meditation or prayer with stretching would be yoga. Yoga. Love yes. yoga. Yes. Yes. Great. Uh, sauna and heat therapy are great. Also, you can do meditation or breathing exercises 
while uh, undergoing sauna or heat therapy, and that's very beneficial. A lot of studies have been showing. Uh, but basically, according to a study published in the International Journal of Preventative Medicine, yoga specifically can play a significant role in reducing physical and mental stress, anxiety, and depression. The best part I is. I believe that. Best part is, DeMarco? Anyone, anyone can do yoga. Anyone can do yoga. <laughs> anyone can do yoga. Anyone. Well, no, that's that's a good point because, like, while it's kind of, you know, it's difficult to run through kind of a sequence of yoga moves, but what's great now is that we have technology and all of these places that actively do yoga, you know, these, these, these gyms. Yeah. Posted online because they don't they haven't been able to have those classes in in their gyms right like Lululemon has some great videos on their mm -hmm. courses I'm sure your local uh, yoga places will have some online yep. uh, videos that you can follow through you know just doing a ten to twenty minute one is can be great and if you're doing that in a live setting that also is kind of like being part of a community yeah no right? I would say as soon as we get out of quarantine or your gym allows it. Get in a class. Go, go, get involved with those because those those people are super motivated. They're they're usually holistic health. You know, they take care of themselves on cover all the bases. Yeah. Um, and it's just a good positive vibe. It's also re very relaxing. It's a, just a great de-stressor. Yep. That environment uh, is great. So, all right, nutrition. Yeah, intake, intake, intake. in your body. In, very important through your mouth. Out the backside. <laughs> okay. I had to add that in. Come on. All right. So nutrition, obviously very important. What does healthy eating look like, though? There's so many different diets out there, so many different fads. It's hard to keep up with nowadays. Right. A simple tip that I can give you guys today, just simple dieting right off of, you know, eatright.org is gonna be eating two cups of fruit and veggies per day, uh, eating healthy oils, like olive oil, avocado oil, or canola oil. Right. Um, lean proteins, wanna get a ton of those, so that could be legumes, nuts, eggs, fish, seafood, even some chicken or poultry. You wanna stay away, obviously, from, you know, red meats, right. clearly, or processed meats. Whole grains are gonna be very important for your carbs like quinoa, oats, brown rice, flaxseed, barley, stuff like that. And then this is probably one of the most important things in your nutritional diet is gonna be having at least eight glasses of 16 ounce water a day. That's gonna vary by how big or small you are as a human, um, but that's a pretty good estimate of what you should be intaking a day. I mean, your body is made up of at least you know, 50, can range all the way up to 60% water. Right. And so that's very important to have that much water. You're gonna be wanting to avoid high processed foods, pastry desserts, chips, fast food, and uh, of course, big old can of soda pop. Soda pop, love soda pop. Yeah, no, you don't. <laughs> I don't, pop. I don't love soda pop. <laughs> soda, soda pop, soda pop bad. Okay. Soda pop is bad. Soda pop is bad. Uh, you know, in moderation it's fine, but you no, should it's, not. it's bad. You should not. It's drinking, chemicals. You're drinking chemicals. You should not be drinking soda. You seen pop. the video where they show how much sugar, 
It's like, disgusting. On a visual scale, it's yeah, it's disturbing. You should not be drinking it daily. Let's just say that. Yeah. If it's your cheat once a week, have one can of it, fine, whatever. But just making those simple steps to stop that stuff because yeah. it's not good. I do want to dive into what you said before though, is um, on the on the kind of the nutrition, the good things for you. Yeah. First of all, when you were talking about diet, mm-hmm. you are a nutritionist, so I know you don't like the word diet because right. I I don't like it personally because it kind of gives this vibe of like short temporary, unsustainable, something that you're going to go in and go out of, that you're going to swap and trade. Right. It's just that like all these different things are just so unrealistic for a day to day. You know, you got a calorie count, you got to watch, you got to macros and all this stuff and it's exhausting and, and yeah. it's, and it, at what it tends to do in a long term, if you're going to try to do it long term, it makes you want those other things, those even more bad things it. even yeah. more because you yeah. want to be... You want to defy, you know, yeah. what what it's telling you to do. So, segue off that yeah. whole thirty diet. Would you say that the whole thirty diet? I killed it. Thank you. <laughs> nice, nice kill. Um, would you say a whole thirty diet is gonna work if you're doing five days on and two days off a week? Like, let's say, for instance, the weekends. Well, that's whole five. Or four, <laughs> if you're four. getting off on Friday. Whole four, yeah. So not whole 30, though. So that's basically. not whole 30. It's not that's, the diet, right? That's four sets of four. That's whole sets, four sets of four. Yeah. I, I had a coworker uh, actually, the other day. I was day. just going to call him out. <laughs> I'm going to call him out. Uh, it's a funny story. Great guy, but said he was on the whole 30 diet, eating very healthy throughout the week. Which, shout out to him. That's awesome. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Something him and his spouse wanted to do. And so come Friday, I see him with the grilled cheese and <laughs> <laughs> He's like, dude, taking the day. Waffle off. fries. And uh I'm like, dude, were you on the whole 30 diet? Is that part of that? Which I know it's not part of it, but <laughs> I just wanted to see, I wanted what, he to see what he said. And uh he's like, Well, actually we're doing it on the weekends. And I'm like, dude, it's Friday. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. But that's my point, man. Yeah, it's not sustainable. It's not sustainable for anybody. It's not sustainable. It's, too, it's really hard yeah. to do. Mm-hmm. So what you want to do is just eat natural foods, you know, and you don't no, have to worry. Some people can't get to them, but just right. eat something that's going to adhere to a good lifestyle. Right. Overall. Exactly. Yeah. And you want to eat things that, you know, are going to, you don't have to, you can eat, a, if you want, you can eat a large amount of them even. And they're low in calories, like, yeah. you know, these salads and different types of veggies. You can eat a ton of veggies. Yeah. And that's how, you know, people that have come from, you know, eating a large intake of calories have lost weight because they swap out all that crap that's super dense in calories and they add a volume of veggies, but they can eat as much as they really want yeah. of them because they're so low in calories. Well, it's and nu- you just get tired. It's of eating nutrient dense, salad, right? Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> you just yeah. Get, you're like, all right, I'm not hungry <laughs> right. anymore. I don't want to. I don't want to anymore. <laughs> um, yeah, it's very nutrient dense, not very energy dense. Right. Energy dense foods aren't necessarily good for you. That's going right. to be the foods that are very high in calories. Exactly. Um, okay, so benefits obviously of eating healthy. What are those? So. We found a couple studies, one in particular from uh, you know where we are locally, right. is gonna be a randomized controlled trial published in Nashville Public Radio last year, 2019, stated that symptoms of depression specifically dropped significantly 
among a test group of young adults after they followed a Mediterranean style pattern of mm. eating for just three weeks. Mediterranean style, that's interesting. Yeah. What, is, what does that entail? What so, yeah. So, Mediterranean diet uh, was basically inspired by healthy eating habits of Italy and Greece in the 1960s. Mm. And so, it's composed of a very high consumption of olive oil. Uh, here in the United States, that can be avocado, avocado, <laughs> avocado, uh, avocado oil or canola oil, you know, mm. olive oil for them because that's what they had very plentiful amounts of. Right. Uh, legumes, fruits, veggies, and fish, moderate consumption of dairy and wine. <laughs> and we have some wine here. Yeah. Don't we? Yeah. We, uh, from we our good friends, Dreaming Tree Crush Red Wine, not, California. Not friend. We don't know them that well. Yeah. I don't know but them at all. But sponsor us. But I was told I just spilled it on my white pants. That's not good. Tide. It's a Tide commercial. <laughs> it could be. <laughs> also, be. going back to nutrition, don't eat those pods. Don't eat Tide pods. <laughs> just... <laughs> I don't know what the kids are doing these days, but don't eat them. <laughs> I had no idea where you were going with that. Okay. Um, all right. So, yeah. So, dairy is okay in the Mediterranean diet. And so is, so is alcohol in moderate. Moderate. moderate Consumption amounts. of dairy in moderate forms, too. You don't yes. want to be chugging a gallon of milk. Whole milk. You know? <laughs> yeah, right. Not uh, cool. And then have a very low consumption. It's not off limits completely, but it's sustainable for a lifestyle. Very low consumption of non-fish meat products right and processed foods and you want to try to target like lean meat like they're not eating you know they're not eating a ton hamburgers. of steak and hamburgers they might have a steak but it's right once portions. a month something like or that. they're eating like turkey mm -hmm. and stuff like that yeah yeah cool sweet my favorite thing that we're about to get into oh boy is exercise baby let's get it on yeah so a lot of people have this kind of like misconception of what a healthy exercise regimen is. They think, mm -hmm. oh, you need to go balls to the wall. You know, I, I need to do, I need to run 10 miles. I need to go join a CrossFit gym, which you can do all those things. That's great if you have the time and if you have the drive to do them, those are awesome. But just walking 30 minutes a day is perfect. And that's actually what those Mediterranean style lifestyles are kind of modeled after. They just have active lifestyles. They, yep. you know, they're walking to the grocery store instead of driving. They're going to see friends and walking. They're a lot of their jobs are active. Mm -hmm. um, so how can we in, implement that in kind of our Western yeah. civilization and culture? We just, you know, instead of sitting down all day, get get a stand up desk. You know. That's worth the investment. Get a stand-up desk or just stand up and go walk to the farthest water fountain to get your drink. Take the stairs yeah. when you come to work. Yeah. You know, if, you're, if your boss allows, get some push-ups in. Get some air squats in just randomly. I know my work does it pretty, pretty often. When really? We were, yeah, when we were back in, uh, back in the office. We did it too. We'd but offer for like just, a sale. We would have yeah, uh, like the like dev that, like team. The, well, we wouldn't do it because we were on the phones. <laughs> <laughs> <You're> like, <laughs> but the dev team 
would do push-ups every time there was a sale. Now that it's like the busier season, right? They're not doing it. <laughs> they're not doing that anymore. No, they're all just limpless, limpless arms. Yeah. But um, yeah, so you can do you know some some if you have the time and you want to go to the gym. Great workouts to do would be like swimming, yep. running, obviously, weight training, high intensity interval training, which mm-hmm. is you know one of my favorites too. That's you know, you get your heart rate up high for a limited amount of time, and then you bring it back down and you keep doing that. And you could make your workout a lot shorter, but still get the same great benefits. And uh, yeah, so the benefits are going to be physically controlling weight, reducing heart disease risk of heart disease. Increasing blood flow, better control of blood um, sugar and insulin levels, yep. and then mental, which is kind of what we're focusing on right now. This can improve your mental health and overall mood. Endorphins like dopamine and serotonin, the happy hormone, um, are released during and after exercise. So some people are like, you know, they struggle to get it done, but then that that reward yeah. feeling of of finally finishing a hard run or something. That's that serotonin and dopamine being released. Um, yeah, working absolutely. out daily can help regulate your depression, just like Nick was saying earlier. Going to the gym, kind of getting back in that routine, and just releasing that stress that you accumulate during the day, mm-hmm. um, and the and the anxiety too. Is yeah, great. absolutely. So. It's gonna sound crazy, but uh, you might be exhausted after work. Mm-hmm. Force yourself to go to the gym. I guarantee you, you're gonna feel recharge when you leave the gym I don't care how late it is you're gonna feel like you had more energy walking out than you did walking in if you actually exercised and didn't just stay on your phone the whole time and did a couple exercises and some some people say oh I don't have time yeah you know I got kids well go play with the kids go get outside do recreational activities are probably one of the best things you can do in terms of exercise because they're gonna Oh, absolutely. It's just you're like not paying attention to all the activity. You don't even you're realize doing. what you're doing. You're enjoying it a ton. Yep. And playing you're playing with your kids too. I mean it's that's it's a win win. And you're gonna be outdoors. Right. So you're gonna be more in tune with nature already, which Get gives that you vitamin energy. D. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Vitamin D. Come on. Yeah. There we go. And well, a thing also that's getting huge right now is those those teams, those uh what are they called? The I am. Intramural? Yeah, intramural teams. Like in, and this is not just in colleges and high schools. They now have them at like metro, like cities. Like they have yeah. leagues that you can join. And I'd I think say that's, that's something really cool good. Too. That's something good for people that are stuck in isolation. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know? That's kind of what I was getting at. Yeah. yeah, yeah, building that community, and those are fun people too. You know, they're getting getting active and and outside, positive people. Yeah. Sleep, sleep is huge. Sleep is super huge. And a lot of people struggle with sleep because their minds run it all day long because all the stress that we put put on ourselves and technology, go, technology go, go. for sure, swiping through pages, swiping, left and right, and then your brain doesn't stop. And uh-huh. we have that light that we naturally wouldn't have late into the night like we do right now. It's like nine something, yeah. And we have that light later into the night that wouldn't occur naturally, and it disrupts our sleep pattern. So it's really good. To kind of turn that stuff off 30 to 45 minutes before you sleep, you know, make sure that you have that scheduled, you know, oh, I'm going to go to bed at 10. I'm going to try to be asleep or be in bed at least by 10. So I need to be turning off my phone and my TV at 930 
and you know reading a book or doing that meditation or that you know super light yoga yeah just something to relax kind of unwind and get your body ready to you know get into that deep REM sleep that absolutely for restore yeah restoration really good uh, plug here blue light glasses mm. I wear them all the time I even wear them during the day at work yeah I do not need glasses but I wear them for blue light and it helps tremendously like I know personally I don't have problems sleeping at night right I hit the pillow and I can go to bed you might have me on the other hand. Yeah, you don't have blue light glasses. I don't get some, man. That might be why, but it it's also is. because you know I, I will stay on my phone. I will think yeah. about work or I'll think about problems around the world, and I'll just keep going. But it's because I haven't intentionally set that time beforehand to kind of clear my mind and. And be intentional about the time that getting a routine for sleep. Yeah. yeah, getting a routine is immensely important. Yes. So I've been working on that, and I'm I'm slowly getting better. I've been going to bed pretty regularly at a no, you have been right time. Yeah, hundred percent. So and it's important reading too. I've seen you read yeah, before yeah. bed, and right that probably bed. helps. Yeah, definitely. But when helps. you're on your phone and you're scrolling through, especially if you don't have blue light glasses, blue light glasses help a little bit. Um, your mind is still going to be racing, but the the light in general is still bad. Like, yeah, it doesn't matter what kind of it's light. It's still bad. It's still bad. Yeah. Um, so your bed is primarily for sleep. You know, don't be working right. in your bed because your body is going to get habitual and used to that high brain functioning. When you're mm -hmm. in bed, you, when you get to the bed, go to sleep or read or something that you know yep. is not super high functioning. You can kind of do it laid back. You know, and relax. It's it's funny you say that. I just this I just realized this. What I have been doing in the mornings to start waking me up more, which is totally bad. I start looking at my phone. Instantly, I get awakened. Right, because it's the light. If I just if I just turn off my alarm, whatever. But as soon as I start forcing myself to read through emails, look at Facebook page pages or Facebook feeds from the right. from the night before. I start getting awakened because my brain is starting to turn. Yeah, it's thinking about it's analyzing all the things. Think that are about popping doing up. that at night. Stimulation, dude. And I and I'm like wide awake then. Yeah. Think about doing that at night before you're trying to go to bed after a long day of stimulation. Right. It's gonna be impossible. You're gonna be laying in bed for hours. I mean, that's ultimately why your brain is addicted to social media because it's instant gratification. It's gives you some stimulation. It gives you that dopamine, yep. which is gonna keep you up. So yeah. Get turn the phone off when you're in mm -hmm. bed. Not the story. More of the story. So what are some now that we've covered all those bases, what are some takeaways that you would say from this from this little short pod? Yeah. So I would say uh, the first one is gonna be isolation. Okay, okay. Is gonna lead to, you know, depression, anxiety, right, and ultimately mental decline. So isolation and sense of self worth. So those two things are huge. If you can get in a community, do it. Yeah. I know there is some complications around that right now. Right. Get on COVID nineteen. Get on Facebook, you know, and and look at one of those groups that you know something that you're interested in. Yeah. Find one of those groups and join them. And if they're on Zoom calls, do that. You know, join in that kind of way first. Yeah. And then when we get back, now you've kind of built that community. If you're not really Outgoing, you can use that social media platform to kind of to your benefit. To your benefit, yeah, yeah absolutely. So. Next, 
I would say, you know, find a hobby, something that you're really interested in. Yeah. That's your, that's your value system right, right. there. Um, find something that you love doing. Everyone has something they love doing. Find it. If you don't have it, find it, right. please. That's going to help you get out of bed in the morning. Yep. You might think you're depressed and you're the only one that's depressed. You're wrong. A lot of people are depressed a out lot there. Of people, These are two, tri two tips that can help get you to where you want to go. Right. Ultimately. And then we covered nutrition. Yeah. And uh, obviously we were just talking about kind of avoiding those manufactured foods that are, you know, in boxes and, you know, just have a ton of sugar in them and a ton of comfort foods. Yeah. Comfort foods. It makes you feel good right away. Right. Long term, two hours later, you have a sugar crash. Yeah. It's not. And, and your body's trying to digest all this stuff. You get tired and fatigued. Right. That does lead to depression. So we want to aim towards... High veggies, high fruits, high fruits, and kind of on the other side of the axis, it kind of gets small. We want to do some maybe some meats that are you know smaller than the palm of your hand, yep, stuff like that. And then we went into exercise, obviously, just being act, leading an active lifestyle. Try to just get up and walk around and do things that are just generally active. You don't yep. have to go and work out and be intentionally at a gym and pushing heavy weight and doing CrossFit, but you can be walking lifestyle. outside and you still get those dopamine releases yeah. and those serotonin releases um, that we were talking about. So right. obviously exercise is huge. Yeah. And then meditation and mm -hmm. prayer, that's going to help you become more self-aware anyway. Right. Those so, reflective times. Yes. Those reflective times are huge to help you um, basically getting into the right headspace of like, am I in a negative mindset right now do i have a negative mindset on the world because we're in covid or am i gonna use this to my and advantage why? why do i have a negative yeah. mindset what why is that, that what is that toxicity mm -hmm. in my life what's feeding that yep is it social social media is it uh, some person cut that stuff out you yep. know replace yep. it with the good stuff mm -hmm. so and then recharging obviously yep. sleeping. sleeping sleep is huge that's super important yeah so I think that's pretty much it. We we covered yeah, I pretty think, much everything. I think we did. We'll go more in depth We're gonna in go all into of a these lot things. Of depth, into a lot of these uh, things. Obviously in, in following podcasts, but this was just a little teaser, just an intro for you guys. Yeah. So stay healthy, stay safe. Thanks for tuning in.